are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! We got a full PPR mock draft. Are you ready? Let's go! We are back. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That guy's Trey. And the time, the time is now, buddy. Right now, baby. That's right. That's right. We got a full PPR mock draft going. Uh, it's mock draft season. I am super excited to do this. Um, we're going to do full PPR. Uh, it's a redraft league. We don't always do a, a full PPR, so we figured it's about that time, you know? No doubt. Um, and uh, before we jump into the mock draft, of course, we got to say what's up to our friends over at Manscaped. Listen, guys, Manscaped loves us, and we love them. If you love your downstairs area, Manscaped is what you need. Uh, they got great products for up here, down there, anywhere you could think, and they got new products coming out every month. Check them out, manscaped.com. Use our promo code SUPERFLEX20. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping, Trey. Worldwide free shipping. That's right, baby. That's right. But uh, I bet these guys are getting antsy in the draft. Let's go ahead, randomize it, and run it. What do you say there, pal? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let me pop that bad boy on the board. Get it going. What what, what do you like to go for with full PPR, buddy? I mean, mostly with full PPR, you know, you want to get those guys. Um, you kind of look for more guys that are, are they're going to get you, the short down guys, you know, the 10 yard guys that get a lot of receptions. You can lean more towards those kind of guys versus those deep yarder guys all the time. You want a guy on a team like first off the board, Justin Jefferson, who is going to be the main dude on his team. He's going to get a buku amount of targets um, and it's going to be worth racking up all those points. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, he's on our thumbnail and then he goes number one in the draft. Makes sense. Uh, this guy gets targets. So, I mean, he's what you want. Definitely starting out. I love it. And then Christian McCaffrey goes Jamar Chase, Bijan at the four, Eckler. Tra Ooh, you're Trey over there taking Kelsey. I like it. I like it. I haven't had the opportunity to take Kelsey first in first round in the draft yet. And I want to see how it plays out. Okay. Okay. I understand. I understand. But uh, uh, I'm on the board, buddy. You sure are. You sure are. So we got Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, Jamar Chase, Bajan Robinson, Eckler, Kelsey, then Nick Chubb. Um, you know, I'm actually surprised that um, only Chase and Jefferson are wide receivers off the board so far and being full PPR. But, you know, a lot of these running backs are receiving type running backs. So I understand they're going to get the groundwork, the touchdowns and the points receptions. Um, so it's definitely worth it for sure. For sure. And Bandy goes with the man with the bag, baby. Saquon Barkley. It is official. This guy is paid and that makes me want a piece of that action. You know, I can dig it. I can dig it. Absolutely. Then Tyreek, who I was also looking at, looking at grabbing me some Tyreek Hill goes off the board. Um, I mean, he's the target guy over there in, in Miami. So that makes perfect sense to me, you know? Yeah, I was looking at, I probably would have taken Tyreek right there instead of Kelsey. But I, like I said, I have not taken Kelsey first in a draft. And I really want to see what my team looks like when I do that. Because every year I'm scared to do it. And I've not actually mocked with it. So I'm like, let's mock with it. See what Kelsey does at the first. See what my team looks at. And decide if that's something I might want to do in the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're doing full PPR. So we're, we're main, a big strategy here is you're going to want these guys that are going to get a lot of targets. Um, I, I think Barkley is going to get targets in the passing game. It, it makes sense for me. Travis Kelsey, we already know that guy is a target monster. That's when uh, I think Kansas City started figuring things out. It's when he's like, all right, all else fails, throw it to Kelsey. So uh, I like it. I love the pick with Kelsey there. Um, so then 
Tyreek Hill goes, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, big slew of wide receivers off the board. Jonathan Taylor goes. Patrick Mahomes goes at the 2-3. That's upsetting. I really was hoping he not. I to told me. you. You're going to try to prove it wrong and say, I can get Patrick Mahomes and Travis I will Kelsey. say it was auto-drafted with Patrick Mahomes, so you know maybe he could have made it back to me if everybody was involved. But Amon Ra goes after Patrick Mahomes, and you're back on the board, my dude. And uh, when we're talking targets here, I think Devontae is going to be the guy to get targets over there for the Raiders. So um, it looks like Jimmy G is ready to go. And I think if Jimmy G's smart quarterback like we know he is, he's going to go out and uh, get targets to Devontae. No, I can dig it completely. Um, I'd like the Devontae Adams pick. You know, a lot of people are talking about how Garrett Wilson could be the next Devontae Adams. And then they're like, why don't you just take Devontae Adams? <laughs> <laughs> right. Devontae's falling in a lot of drafts too. It's it's I don't know if it's the quarterback situation or what, but this guy got a lot of touchdowns last year and he got a lot of catches. So um I mean he's not I don't think he's gonna get worse, do you? I definitely don't think he's gonna get worse. Okay, I'm on the clock here. I've got six seconds. I'm just going to go with my gut here and take my man Chris Olave. I'm liking uh, getting a receiver early because some of these other guys I'm not digging. I wish I would have got someone a little bit better than Olave, but um, I'm not upset with Olave at all. I think he's going to be easily a top 20 wide receiver, if not top 10. Um, This dude with Derek Carr is going to rack up major yardage um, and major targets because, uh, you know, nobody else on his team is really um, much except for Michael Thomas if he can step up, you know, after he hasn't for so long. For sure, for sure. I, I agree with you. I think uh, Chris Olave with the year with a uh, a manageable quarterback who, who who likes to throw deep. We know that for sure. I think that Chris Olave is going to be a good grab this year. And he's kind of sort of flying under the radar a little bit. I mean, there's hype around him, but there's not a ton of hype, you know? Well, and it was right there with – there's really not a lot of hype with Olave. It was right there with Garrett Wilson, who you know a lot of people are hyping up. And I personally feel like at the end of the day, like I think – uh, Olave outperforms Wilson at the end of the season. I don't think it's going to be like drastic, but I think that, uh, especially for value, um, I think you can get Olave a little bit later than Wilson in most drafts. Um, and I think that, that he outperforms him, even if it's just a slight edge. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's take a look at the big board here. Um, let's see. Josh Jacobs going at the two ten. You think Josh Jacobs is going to, uh, get his money or what? Man, I don't know. It scares me. You know, um, you know, they, we have players like Le'Veon Bell who sat out an entire season over not getting his money, you know, and I'm not saying that that's, you know, Josh Jacobs outlook um, or the team's outlook, or maybe he's just trying to skip, you know, uh, mini camps and everything like that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's scary for uh, somebody drafting them, especially in, in when you're actually doing the, the real league. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please, guys, don't forget to hit that like button for us. That helps us out tremendously. Um, And subscribe to the channel if you aren't already. And we got a Facebook user uh, says only people that the only people that better get ready for big targets is Trey and Bandy at the expo. And that's Michael Roop is watching. (laughs) I <laughs> miss that guy. Heck yeah. Thanks, Root. Appreciate that. We're going to be there, buddy. The Fantasy Football Expo in Canton, Ohio. We're going to be there. We're going to be giving stuff away. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait. And we'll be catching some targets on the uh, flag football field for show. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Des Bryant is going to be there. He's going to have a fantasy football team. And he better watch out, bro. You hear yeah, me? Because I'm going to be judging. I'm going to be the ref in that one. <laughs> You hear me, Dez? Dez, you better watch out, bro. And I will catch it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're on the clock with four seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crap. Calvin Ridley. Uh, I panicked. I panicked a little bit, but Calvin Ridley, I'm coming for you, buddy. That's a good panic grab. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there could have been a lot of worse options right there. And Travis Sumter says, I'm with Trey on that. Travis, what are, you, what are you talking about, buddy? What part? Are you talking about Olave or what? Everything. Uh, Wilson, end of season, will outperform Olave. Ooh, okay, okay. I like that. I could see it for sure. Give me some, giving us some love over on Facebook. I love that. Let's see. Jason Cooper is the real one. Cheers, mate. Yes, sir. I love that guy. Jason Cooper, Commissioner Cooper. 
and uh, Coop's going to drop a bomb on Dez right to you. Ooh. Let's go. <laughs> I just want to get, I want to play defense and just try to just get one off them. You know what I mean? Right. I can't wait, buddy. It's going to be exciting. Let's see. Let's see. After Calvin Ridley goes, Najee Harris goes, Brees Hall, DK Metcalf, followed by Aaron Jones and Amari Cooper. I'm really liking this 12 spot team um, with CD Lamb, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, and Aaron Jones. Um, I don't know what it is about the 12 spot, man, but I always am like excited about to see what the 12 spot team drafts. I mean, it's always a little different. You know, you got to play the board and what comes to you. So you never really know at the 12 spot exactly what you're going to get. So I can understand what I love that. about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just whoever falls to you. It's just building a team out of all that craziness. And I like that, too. I got to say. And you can always blame it on at the end of the year when you lose. You know, I was well, you know, I did draft last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. All right. So I've got Saquon, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley. I need another running back. Um, I'm gonna go ooh, Kenneth Walker or Joe Mixon, one of these guys. I think I'm gonna go Joe Mixon, man. He's the guy. Um, they started to throw it to him. He started targets, started picking up a little bit last year. So I think Mixon, uh, you know, took some less money because he wanted to be there. So I like Mixon there and no Piran to back him up. So yeah, definitely. I'm just thinking more Mixon this year is something we're gonna see. Okay, so I'm still don't have any running backs on my team. I'd like to get one on my team. Wide receivers there is D Hop, who I really like, but full PPR, I don't know that he's going to get the amount of targets that I want out of a player. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go with my man Kenneth Walker. I really wanted to go with Mixon and get that stack with Burrow, but uh, you know, my boy had to go ahead and snipe me there. So Kenneth Walker, it is this dude's going to perform just as good for Seattle. So bro. Let's go. Am I going to have to fight you for Joe Burrow this year? It's starting to look that way, isn't it? Oh, I mean, it is. If, if Hertz is off the board, you're fighting me for Burrow. <laughs> oh, man. God. It's going to be interesting for sure. Um, Let's see. So uh, he takes Kenneth Walker, which I like. I was between Kenneth Walker or Joe Mixon. Um, Then D-Hop goes scary. Terry McLaurin, Lamar. Oh, man, the quarterbacks are starting to fall earlier and earlier, man. I mean, I, yeah. in past years, this isn't how it went, buddy. It was oh, yeah. sixth, sixth round. round. That's when your guys are your quarterbacks are going off the board. But we're seeing Patrick Mahomes falling in the second round because if you want him, you have to pay for him. And, and that's where you're going to pay. And then uh, Josh Allen, um, I like how you took Burrow before Josh Allen, though. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Check out the previous video, our top 10 rankings. You'll see why I took Burrow over Allen. That's right. Check out our quarterback rankings or listen to our quarterback rankings episode. Um, you'll see where we got our guys in those top 10. So I like it. Justin Fields in the fifth round. What do you think about that? I, I've, you know, I've been seeing Justin Fields go in the fifth or sixth. Um, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm not a big Justin Fields guy. I, I like the idea that he can run and get a lot of points on the ground. I just don't think he's great through the air. Um, I know he's got some um, players to work with now, um, but it just scares me to, to play on a player who that, that's going to get all his points on the ground from a coach that doesn't want him to run. For um, sure. That counteractivity just doesn't fly with me in fantasy. Mm -hmm. And Travis Sumter pops in and says, I have Burrow at QB1. Oof. Nice. I love that. I love that. I think I got him in at QB2 this year, but I like that. I love it. I, got I don't the even man think that's three. I don't even think that's a hot take. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's <laughs> definitely not. I mean, if this dude played like he did the last um, half of the season last year, all year last year, he probably would be right there with Mahomes, if not. The one mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely uh how about old justin herbert man finally gets a deal done 133.7 million dollars guaranteed uh with the potential for 218 and a no trade clause in his contract that's important definitely definitely and i mean this is the year where he's gonna have to prove that he's worth it you know i really think he does step up this year and i'm excited for herbert um you know, he's one of those guys that I really feel like just, you know, his rookie year, he shined. I mean, I, I picked that dude up early his rookie year, um, and I was blown away at his performance. But, you know, he's had a couple rough ones, and uh, I think that he steps it up this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And talk about him, and he shall show. Herbert goes off the board as we're discussing his contract situation. I, I like that a lot. But I'm on the clock, buddy. I'm on the clock. Let's see. I think I need me another running back here. And uh, somebody who is really, really starting to like. Um, coming up in my rankings, 
DeAndre Swift. I know that backfield is crowded, but I think that the Eagles brought in DeAndre Swift so that they can uh, throw it to the guy. And we're talking PPR. We're talking targets. I think uh, that's the right move. The only thing that scares me with DeAndre Swift is the fact that um, Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback. And, you know, those running quarterbacks, it's like, you know, when they get in a, in a skirmish and they don't know what to do and, and, you know, people like Jared Goff or something will pitch it down to uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, Hurts can just run on his legs and, and cut out the middleman. So that's the only thing that scares me. I do think Swift um, is a good grab. It just scares me that um, the targets are going to be there or not. Yes, yes. I hear it. I hear it. And um, I just really think that it's it's going to happen. So um, I think if Hertz knows what's good for him, he will check down a little bit more and, and you know, just for his health and stop trying to um, just go crazy on the ground, which I mean, he can do it. I'll, I'll be glad when I take it. <laughs> you think you hope i don't think you're gonna i don't think you uh are gonna have the cojones to reach for him like you're gonna have to we shall see my friend we <laughs> shall see i haven't seen it in any mock drafts that you've done i'll say that so maybe uh super flex you always end up at the end anyway so it's not gonna happen yeah, right. <laughs> jt popping in over on youtube says herbert as qb7 is crazy value yeah, that's what I like. The fact that Fields went before Herbert just, I mean, to me, I think Herbert is going to outperform Fields um, by a big margin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm looking at my team here. I got a bunch of running backs. I think I need a wide receiver to, to get this team really um, going and somebody that is uh, I'm, I'm really high on. The guy who drafted before me took Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to take a guy that Trevor Lawrence is throwing the ball to, and that is Christian Kirk. I love Christian Kirk this year. I, I really think uh, Calvin Ridley's coming in and he's going to do his thing. Christian Kirk ain't didn't do nothing last year, and that was a half a season with Trevor Lawrence not really being the guy. But once that second half of the season, Trevor Lawrence kicked it into high gear, Christian Kirk got them targets, baby. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both performed at top 10 wide receivers. Um, I think if any other duo has the opportunity, it's Ridley and, and Kirk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And look at your boy, Trey, taking Mike Evans over there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Please baby. tell me why. Uh, I just feel like this is, you know, I was I was really down on Mike Evans at the beginning of the summer, and I've just uh, like thought more and more into it, and I really think this is a resurgence for Mike Evans. I think that um, having a quarterback like Baker Mayfield is going to um, cause Mike Evans to get more targets and more receptions. He's going to have need somebody to rely on, and I think Mike Evans can be that guy. When you're Tom Brady, you rely on yourself so you can spread the ball around a lot more, and I think that um, Baker's going to find a guy and, and tune into him, and I think Mike Evans is a good connection for that. Yeah, I see it. Uh, Mike Evans is getting a little bit older, um, but he's went over a thousand yards in every single season that he has been a wide receiver. And that's been with uh, quarterbacks who aren't named Tom Brady. So it's been Jameis Winston. It's been uh, what I think was it jo Josh there was other quarterback. All I'm saying is there's other quarterbacks that he was able to get a thousand yards with still being the wide receiver. My only concern is he's getting older and he's won a super bowl now. And he's his odd care doesn't seem to be up there. Like it, I felt like it was before that. <laughs> I, I feel you there. I feel you there. Um, I so hope I'm wrong. After Mike Evans, just to read the board off here, Alvin Kamara goes Dallas Goddard. Javante Williams, who um, last I heard is um, not on the pup list at the beginning of the season. So, um, you know, he's ready to go, it sounds like. Uh, we'll have to see how that plays out, you know. But um, Marquise Brown, Michael Pittman, Jahan Dodson, David Montgomery, Rashad White, who's another guy I'm looking at right now. Mm -hmm. um, wished he would have fell to me, but he didn't. Um, Deontay Johnson goes, Isaiah Pacheco, and then I grab me some Traylon Burks, and I'm actually more excited now that D-Hop's there. It's going to open up space for Traylon, and he does great in single coverage, um, so I'm really excited to see how he's going to produce this year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You weren't too happy when he first went over there to the Titans, but now you're, uh, you're well, starting to feel it. Well, that's just because he's my dude, and I wanted him to have that you know, big spotlight and everything like that. But when you really think about it and you get down to brass tacks, it makes more sense as a player and for his future that he has a year where he doesn't have the full spotlight and he can actually open up and get plays out there. Maybe he gets more money, a better deal, becomes a wide receiver one with that um, you know, experience behind him. 
for sure, for sure. I think either way, Traylon is going to find a, a, a way to um, be that guy, and I think he's going to be tremendous value when you're getting him in like the eighth round in a uh, you know full PPR draft. You know what I mean? So um, he's basically he's going to be the number two over there for sure. D Hop comes in as the number one. We saw Julio Jones come in there too, and it really didn't work out. Uh, they're saying the Titans are the place where old wide receivers go to die. My AJ Brown. <laughs> he's always an old wide receiver. He was he was drafted there though. Well, yeah, okay, but he left and got better. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't die there, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Follows James, uh who did you take? James James Cook. Cook. I like it. I like it. Then goes Tyler Lockett, Kadarius Tony, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Deshaun Watson goes in the seventh round. Darren Waller, Gibson, A.J. Dillon, Jordan Addison, Mr. 140 miles per hour himself, George Pickens, and Quentin Johnson, and I am back on the clock. Get it, get it, get it. Yeah, I, I just, I really, um, I think James Cook is, I, I think last year he was kind of nervous and getting in, learning the system, figuring things out. They weren't quite sure how, they know how they wanted to use him, but I don't think they were quite sure how they were going to use him. And I think now that they've got a big, solid back when Damian Harris to, to be that third down back, I think James Cook can come in there and be a target monster. And I'm looking forward to that happening this year. It's very possible, and then the on top of that, the uh, third string uh, running back, and I can't think of his name for the life of me right now, but he just had a season-ending injury, hmm. um, so that's going to open up even more um, room for James Cook to, uh, in fact, cook. <laughs> that's what he does. That's what he does. David Njoku in the eighth round. I guess if you need a tight end, David Njoku. You think David Njoku steps it up this year? I think he does better than Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Bro, I hope Kyle Pitts just goes <laughs> off this year. As much trash as you've been talking about him, I hope he goes off. And and it will not affect me in the slightest. And next year, I will not touch him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm looking at my team here, and um, I've made it down to the eighth round. The ninth round has started, and I need a quarterback. I need a quarterback, and I'm, I'm looking over here at my board. Still on the board, Tua Tonga Viola, uh, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins still on the board. Wow. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones. See, I, I like that, bro. I waited. Uh, now I have a chance to grab Tua, maybe even, I think I'm gonna get old Kirk Cousins. I think I'm gonna grab me some Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's still out there. I don't know why he's falling. Maybe they saw him in that quarterback show and, and realized what a nerd he was. The quarterback <laughs> show hyped me up on him. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've only watched the first episode so far. So he's like, my wife dresses me and all that. I just need to concentrate on football. You like that? You like that? <laughs> Yeah. I you know what I think the problem is with Kirk Cousins? He uh he's not having fun with the game. He's like, gotta win, gotta go, gotta do this, which is I I mean, I'm sure they love that in the organization, but if you look at Patrick Mahomes, he is he's great because he has fun. He's hanging with the boys, he's playing backyard football, you know. And I think Kirk Cousins could use a, a little more fun in his life, you know, his football life, I should say. Yeah, I, I feel it. I feel it. You know, he but you know, he last year, you know, he had he was on the plane with the gold chains and everything, you know, they were hyping him up. He was having a good time. So uh, you know, maybe he's gotten more of a bond with his team after the uh, season like they had last year and um, you know, he's got Jay Jettas and then that's a target monster, dude. That's the thing is like, you can't say Justin Shefferson Jefferson's going to be great and take him number one wide receiver and not think Kirk Cousins is going to do at least uh, a decent job. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Um, let's see. I'm on the clock again. Um, I need a tight end. That's for sure. Uh, let's take a look over at the tight ends here. I've got Dalton Schultz. That's my guy. Dalton Schultz over in Houston. Again, guess who doesn't need a tight end? You, because you got him first. But let's see, your wide receivers aren't—they're uh, more look like my type of wide receivers than your wide receivers because you reached for Kelsey ahead above. But you know, we won't. I don't know, buddy. You got Olave's good. I'll give you Olave. What you got, old uh, thousand got Mike yard Evans. Evans? You got old Evans in there. You got Traylon. 
Brandon Cooks. These are all guys that are kind of question marky type of guys. Which yeah, I mean, definitely risk taking uh, receivers, but that's what you have to do when you take Kelsey first. That's right. That's right. And that's let that be a lesson to all of you guys out there. If you're taking Kelsey, the rest of your team is going to feel it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're not going to be able to draft a good team. I'm just saying the rest of your team is going to feel it. Definitely, definitely. But I don't hate the way your team looks. I'll tell you that. Let's, Let's see. see. Let's see. Alan Lazard's going in the 11th round. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the 11th round. That actually feels like he came up a little bit this way people have been talking about him. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Hold on, I'm on the clock. Trey is on the clock. Let's look at your team here. I think you need uh, Jacoby Myers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give me the PPR monster that played at the Patriots. You know, hopefully that PPR carries over to the Raiders. <laughs> you know, Jimmy G loves those short down passes just to get the first and keep going. Jacoby's mm -hmm. going to be that man for him. Um, I like Jacoby, especially full PPR. For sure. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, the running back room is looking pretty rough, buddy. I'll tell you that. Um, uh oh, uh oh, gotta go, gotta go. I'm gonna take Romeo Dobbs, bro. I'm taking Romeo Dobbs coming out of dig it. Green Bay with Jordan Love over there. They say he is his guy. I guess we're gonna find out. You know what scares me is all like last year, you know, preseason, all this talk on these certain players and wide receivers, all the negative talk about Jamar Chase, all the positive talk about certain players. And then when the season hits, it's like throw all that out the window. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. what scares me just a little bit. Um, I like Romeo Dobbs, and I think that he showed that he can do something last year with Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers don't even like rookies, so I think he's going to do better. It just scares me when they start bragging about people in preseason because I'm like, <laughs> is that does that mean they're going to do terrible in the real season? I get that. It does make you a little nervous because uh, how many times have we heard him do that and nothing happens? Um, and who knows? Maybe the team's putting that kind of stuff out there just to kind of throw people off. Like, uh oh, we need to concentrate on Romeo Dobbs this year when really Christian Watson's coming in to be the guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Throwing exactly. them false narratives out there. Who knows? And then Jamar Chase can't catch a football with white lines on, without white lines on it. You know, and this dude <laughs> come out and was like, psych. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Um, Devin Singletary goes in the 12th round. Looking When I was looking at the running backs, man, that's kind of uh, – I mean, that's kind of the last guy that I thought really was worth it over there. Actually, Devonta Foreman is still over here, and Ezekiel Elliott is there. I'm going to take me some Devonta Foreman over on Chicago. I think uh, I like me some Herbert, though. I will say that Khalil Herbert, every time this guy gets in the game, Khalil Herbert does big things. So, But 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 we seen Devonta Foreman last year just like – have his moments of greatness just come out of nowhere playing for the Cardinals last or not the Cardinals, the Panthers last year. And um, maybe he could do it again. I played, I started Devonta Foreman in a few games last year. Yeah. I mean, uh, Devonta Foreman, you know, he's a good running back. I just got to get the work in. Um, that's the biggest part. But um, I went ahead and grabbed me some Jared Goff, got me a um, backup QB. You know, I love the super flex, so I'm all about taking an extra QB in every league I'm in. Mm -hmm. And it helps, you know, if Burrow goes down, Lord forbid. Oh. Uh, I got Golf chilling. And and Golf, you know, hey, maybe he outperforms Burrow and I put him in the starter spot. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's take a, take a look at our QB rankings video again. Trey has got Golf in his top 10. Go over there and check out, see where he's got him, but he is in that top 10. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And my last pick before kicker in defense, I'm going to grab me some Cordero Patterson, baby. Mr. Cordero himself. I like it. I mean, this dude's fallen so far in ADP, and the team's already come out and said that they are going to use him. Um, and you know what happens when Card Cordero gets the ball in open field? He takes it to the end zone. It's mm -hmm. what he does. Well, that, that's scary. It's scary over there. I love Cordero Patterson. I think that they might just try to use him more as a kick returner because that's kind of what he's been great at all these years. Um, but they got Tyler Algier. They got Bijan over there. There is way too many mouths to feed, and that's why Cordero Patterson is falling. And who knows? Cordero could come in and just 
catch catch balls out the backfield, uh, run slants. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. One thing I like with Cordero, especially as my last pick, is is you know maybe what if Bajan isn't it? You know, I mean, he, of course he's great. He's he's hyped up in college, but some of those players that you know are the number one in college running back off the board, blah 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 blah. They come into the league and then they just you know, drop a, do- a goose and it, it just doesn't work <laughs> out for them. So, um, you know, they're going to go with what they're um, used to. And Cordero carried them last year. You know, if, if Bajan doesn't work out, they're going to throw Cordero in the mix. For sure. And in a full PPR, that might have been crazy value too. So definitely something to look out for. Guys, we're at the defense. We're at the kicker. I'm going to take this moment to please ask you to like this video and subscribe to our channel if you are not already. Um, Also, we've got merch. So if you want to go down in the description, support your guys, check out our merch down there. We've got hats. We've got cups. Anything you can put a logo on, I promise you I'm slapping that bad boy on there. Um, but kickers and defense, kickers and defense, a lot of talk. People do not like having kickers and defense anymore in their leagues. Trey, why do we continue to do this? Because it's fun. Yeah, it is awesome. I love, I love when I win by a kick. It's (laughs) one of my favorite things. And people are like, well, if you just played like real football, real football has kickers, dog. It does. It sure does. And you're a manager and you got to find out which kicker is going to do it for you this week. I like it. There's a lot of games in the league won by field goals. Why can't your fantasy league be the same way? I like it. I like it. And I'm going to take me old Dicker. Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got me some Dicker in my life. (laughs) And somehow I drafted the Buffalo Bills defense and the Denver Broncos defense, baby. Let's go. Hey, no kicker for you, huh? After all that smack talk. That's all right. I'll trade one of them for a good kicker. <laughs> like I'll give you the Buffalo Bills defense and Cordero Patterson for Justin Tucker, baby. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Justin Tucker is always the first kicker to go off. I mean, he went around early even. Mm-hmm. The 49ers defense also went around early. You know, mm, that makes sense. I mean, guys, I mean, if you are going to draft kickers and uh, defenses in your league, I would definitely say wait till the end to get these guys because, I mean, you don't want to be grabbing these guys early and taking, you know, potential uh, sleepers that are down in the draft boards in your league. And when you, you know what I mean? Because a lot of times, basically, you're going to be getting these kickers in defense and, you know, trading them weekly. Who's got the better matchup and all that. So just make sure you're doing it right. But also keep in mind your um, your point system in your league. If you have a higher scoring defensive point system, obviously, you know, get your defense. Um, you know, you want like a 49ers defense if your defensive points are, are jacked up to the moon for people that love uh, defensive plays. And there are guys out there for sure, for sure. Um, guys, I'm going to take this opportunity one more time if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're watching us on Facebook, anywhere, go over to YouTube, hit the like button. That helps us out tremendously. We're trying to get our name out there, and you can help us with that. So please do that and help your boys out over here on 4th and Flex. Fush out. Let's take a look at the board, buddy. Let's take a look at the board. How do you think you did? Yeah, you know, it was a, um interesting draft for sure. I grabbed me some uh, Travis Kelsey to start. Like I said, I have not done that yet. I really wanted to see how it played out. I don't hate my team. It's not my favorite team I've mock drafted this year. Um, but I got me some Olave, Evans, Burks, Cooks, Myers, a big variety of wide receivers. Um, my running back room scares me a little bit. Um, you know, Kenneth Walker's injury, Alexander Madison, I'm not worried about Jamal Williams, you know, hopefully those touchdowns continue. Um, Jarek McKinnon again is one of those kind of flex guys. I I don't like him as an RB two, but I love him as a flex. Um, I really think he's going to put up numbers this year and Cordero, like I said, we've talked about that. Um, but I don't hate this team. It's just, it feels just a, a, a step below what I would like. And that's what happens when you take Kelsey first. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Um, you're right. You're right. It does kind of how it goes when, uh, things like that happen. Um, I like my team though. Let's take a look over at my team. I'm not, I'm usually drafting a little more towards the front of drafts. It just falls that way usually. So being a little bit towards the end, which it's not even really, it's more middle-ish, I guess, drafting at the eight. 
But I think I like the way my team turned out here. Um, but we'll get more to our teams later. Let's kind of go through here and see how we, we these folks did here. These are real players from Sleeper, so just keep that in mind. These are real guys uh, that uh, wanted to draft with us today. So why don't we go through their teams and kind of say what we like and what we don't like about them. Um, what is this guy's name? My name is Jew. What does that say? I can't even read it. Judge. My name is Judge. Let's take a look at my name is Judge's team. Um, got the one spot. And as I assumed, Justin Jefferson goes. I think that's a great grab, grabbing Justin Jefferson. But uh, I look at the running backs because that's kind of my thing. I'm kind of the running back guy. So we got Tony Pollard. We got Dobbins, uh, P. Ryan, Jalen Warren. That's... That's a very scary running back room. Um, but it is hard to draft from the one. I think you're going to need to do some trades, um, figure things out a little bit to get you uh, at least a solid. I mean, Pollard is solid. Don't get me wrong. And Dobbins might be. Um, but uh, you're going to have to rely on those two guys. And if injury happens, you're pretty much screwed. Yeah, you know, um, obviously Jalen Hurts and Justin Jefferson are going to do a lot for this team. Um, but they're not going to win you every week. Um, you got to have some help here and there, which, you know, he got DJ Moore, who I'm a little high on, but um, more as a wide receiver three than a two. Um, John Dotson, I think, is a great pick for a wide receiver three. Uh, Michael Pittman, I'm actually worried about this year. Mm -hmm. um, I really just don't know how well he's going to produce over there. Um, Elijah Moore down there, Tyler Boyd. He's got some options, um, but they all are like, who is he going to start every week? That's going to be his biggest problem. Outside mm -hmm. of Hertz and Jefferson, who is he going to put in the spot? Um, and, you know, you'll figure that out after a couple of weeks, but you can't afford to take too many L's or you'll lose out on the playoffs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, even with Richardson going over there, I know you're you're high on Richardson a little bit this year. You think uh, Pittman isn't going to emerge as his top guy? Um, I, you know, I really don't know. Uh, Paris Campbell, I'm hearing a lot of talk about Paris Campbell and, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor and, and Richardson being a running guy. Um, you know, I don't know how they're going to start out if they're going to be more reserved, um, and not really throw it that much. You know, they might be, it might be a Jonathan Taylor and Richardson kind of, uh, tandem. And then, you know, Jonathan Taylor's really his number one. Um, you know, kind of like a Derrick Henry situation, um, except for Richardson can run too. Um, so I think that they can do a lot of stuff on the ground over there and little check down things and, and Pittman's not going to be as necessary to the team as he was with uh, Matty Ice. Yes, sir. Okay, I can see it. Let's what do you think, buddy? Uh, um, is this a playoff team here? I think it definitely has the possibility. I don't think you can rule out a team with Justin Jefferson and Jalen Hurts of the playoffs, um, but I do think it's going to struggle and they're going to have to do some waiver wire work. Absolutely, absolutely. And waiver wire work is my specialty. So if you stay here with fourth and flex, we're going to help you with that waiver wire work. Without a doubt. But let's go to the next one. We got Immers grabbed Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, David Montgomery. They got Charbonnet down there at the bottom. I love the running back room here. I am super high on Ramondre Stevenson. I of course love Christian McCaffrey. Um, and I think David Montgomery is going to come in and surprise some people. So on to, over there with Detroit, um, I think they want to use Montgomery as that third down back, just kind of push that bad boy in the end zone. And they want to use Jamar Gibbs as the, uh, you know, run out and catch the ball guys. So I like the running back room here, buddy. Yeah, definitely. This team kind of looks like a team you would draft, um, you know, receivers, <laughs> T Higgins, Jerry, Judy, Marquise Brown, Zay Flowers, uh, kind of your, uh, your second uh, receiver guys, but that can also produce as a one. Um, and Marquise Brown, basically, I mean, he's, he, I guess he's got to be the one in Arizona, right? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I mean, who else is there over there? I mean, I know he's getting the ball from Colt McCoy, but I mean, Marcus Brown is a good receiver. So, um, in the sixth round, you know, wide receiver one, it's not the worst decision you can make. Um, I like this team. It feels kind of like a Frankenstein team to me, but I think this team could um, actually surprise people and and take leaks. A Frankenstein team. You mean just a bunch of different pieces pulled together? Is that what exactly, you mean by that? Exactly. Kind of kind of all over the place in terms of the you know, players I like versus players that I don't, but it's they're all like kind of sneaky good players that could um, really perform. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like you said, it is a my kind of team. And I think this is a playoff team, I gotta say. You? Yeah, I can definitely see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving to the next team here. We got white guy for, I'm assuming he's a white guy. Yeah. 
absolutely. Um, but let's take a look at his team. Jamar Chase at the 1-3, then takes Jacobs, who there's question marks around, but I'm pretty sure Jacobs is going to get in there and play. Uh, Mark Andrews, 3. Lamar, I love this. Uh, I do like the, the running back room here, though. You got Josh Jacobs, Damian Pierce, uh, Javonta Williams, like this guy might play. I don't know. Um, he'll be waiting in the wind though, for sure. Rashad white, who got s- sniped from you. Um, and then you got Robinson down there. There's definitely a lot of, um, options here with this running back room. What are you thinking wide receiver wise though? Yeah. I mean, Jamar chase, you know, obviously solid waited to the eighth round to get a second wide receiver in Michael Thomas, who, you know, we hope produces Jonathan Mingo been hearing some things about him, but only three wide receivers on your team. Obviously you have a wearable wire to work with, but I just like to have at least four um, in a two wide receiver type situation. Obviously you can flex running backs all day, um, which is what I prefer to do anyway. Um, The Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews stack. I love that, but it also scares me. It's just one of those things that like a lot about this team makes me, uh, it's a lot of question marks. You know, you got Josh Jacobs. Is he going to get his contract? Is Lamar and Mark going to step up? You know, everybody hopes they do, but this, this team is built with hope. Javante Williams, they hope he starts Um, (laughs) Rashad white. You hope he is uh, good being the the head guy, you know, Uh, Michael Thomas, you hope he steps back up. So, I mean, this team has a lot of hope looking for it. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, you hope he gets a team, you know, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. For sure. Um, do you, I I hope this team could make the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's move it on. Go to the next, uh, team here. We got, uh, was it team four, team four was doing some weird stuff over here. Let's go. All right. All right, well, let's just take a look at Team 4 here. Uh, they went with uh, Bijan uh, Sanders running back room. We got Bijan's, Miles Sanders, and you got Ford down there at the bottom. Um, that scares that scares me a lot, um, not having – I mean, you got Bijan. You better hope Bijan – I do like the two running backs. I mean, I guess if you're just going to use your slots there and then put those two running backs in there and then um, flex – your wide receivers, I guess that could work if that's what you're going for. You got Alan Lazar down there at the bottom, Darnell Mooney. But I, I just don't like not having enough options at running back, you know? Yeah, and it's one of those things if you're going to run kind of a zero RB uh, type team, you want to take those top wide receivers first. Um, you you don't want to get Bajan right there. You want to grab um, some lower running backs later, and you want to stack your bench with lower running backs. Um, this team kind of just fell short in the running back category. I mean, an injury for Miles Sanders, which is, you know, um, not that far out of the park, um, will almost ruin this team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Bajan, even if he doesn't make it, you know, if he doesn't actually become the guy we want him to be, it's just, you know, you got to have somebody else to rely on, and this team does not. Um, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, all these receivers are just kind of subpar guys. Um, I mean, they're, they're still good and great for fantasy, but they're not the best, um, in the situation. I just, this team just feels, um, shy, you know, just, just a tad shy of the playoffs in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I agree. There's a lot of potential in this team. Um, your, your quarterbacks are Dak Prescott, uh, Tua Tungavaola. Um, but the, the running back stuff scares me. I mean, I love the, the, some of the guys that are here. I think Garrett Wilson's going to be awesome. Bijan's going to be great. Miles Sanders, who I think is being slept on, um, I think is, uh, going to do great. I mean, we have seen Miles Sanders rise in the ADP as of late, but, um, I would have to agree with you. I mean, I think with a little waiver wire work, this team could be a playoff team, but uh, I just don't know if uh, this is the, this is their year. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but let's keep this thing going. Let's go to the next team. Uh, let's see. They grabbed some Eckler, Kamara, Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad Penny as their running backs. Um, I don't know, buddy. I, of course I love Eckler, especially for full PPR um Kamara Pacheco did we not see Pacheco like on the pup list or might be on the pup list or something crazy like that I did see something like that I don't know how serious it is um but it does take into effect I do um like obviously you know Eckler Kamara I think Kamara you know is uh now that he's gotten a lot of his um you know law stuff out of the way um is is kind of moving up in draft still in the sixth round i think if camara is camara you know and does what camara does it's going to be a lot of value 
Um, you know, you got Jalen Waddle and DeAndre Hopkins, um, two great wide receivers to put in there. And uh, you got him some Gabe Dave, Adam Thielen, Nico Collins, Rashad Bateman, who um, I've, I've been looking a lot more into. Um, you know, I don't, I don't hate this team and I don't love this team. Um, Hawkinson and Josh Allen. I mean, I, this team definitely has the ability to make it to the playoffs. Um, it just is going to be a bumpy ride. If, if you feel my <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you. I mean, Josh Allen is their quarterback. Um, it, it might be a little bit of a bumpy ride. I see that. And that's just because I'm a running back type of guy and I don't trust the running back stuff here. I will say this. Nico Collins in the 12th round is being, he's being so slept on. I think uh, he's going to emerge as the guy over there. Brandon Cooks is gone. I know it's the Texans and it's scary, but I really think Nico Collins is a big, deep sleeper this year. Somebody to look out for. Yeah, he's going to get those big, deep passes. So don't <laughs> sleep big and deep on him. <laughs> exactly exactly let's go to your team trey let's take a look at this bad boy you went with kelsey right off the bat then you got olave joey burr which i love of course um kenneth walker alexander madison uh you got williams of course you got mckinnon down there that's your dude um jacoby myers evans burks like i said when you go travis kelsey number one um, you got to sacrifice a little bit, but I love how you came in as like, I'm not sacrificing my quarterback here. So you grabbed uh, Joe Burrow in the third round. I like that. I like Kenneth Walker. I think everybody's nervous about old Charbonnet coming in. I think Kenneth Walker is going to do it. Madison, we've seen him step up before. Um, I, I like Mike Evans. I like Traylon Burks. I like Brandon Cooks, um, Jamal Williams, McKinnon, all these guys. It's just I think the problem with your team is going to be finding the weeks that these guys are going to go off. I think you're going to get frustrated at times because you're going to be having this team and you're going to be like, man, McKinnon went off last week, but this week he didn't do nothing. And it might lose, get you a couple L's on the way. Well, and the goal is for those weeks where I do have a player struggle, Travis Kelsey covers. <laughs> I, was that's, in a I mean, that's league. what that's the point. When you draft cap Travis Kelsey, you're hoping that he doubles the amount of points for if someone else messes up on your team. That's why you take a tight end that early, you know? Yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, but altogether, I think Kelsey could uh, take you to the playoffs for sure. <laughs> but moving on to the next team we got old fruit loops over there fruit loops oh i love this start right here dude nick chubb derrick henry give that to me buddy i love that um Dal dalvin cook dude's gonna get a team it's gonna happen uh he's gonna buckle and get it i promise you um it's gonna be a great grab in the sixth round because you know they're gonna use them a lot I mean, my only worry would be that he doesn't know the system as well. But, I mean, basically, he just needs to know where he's got to stand, right, as the running back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, I like the running back room a lot here. What are you thinking about the wide receivers with old Fruit Loop? You know, Keenan Allen, you know, is, is I'm not super big on, but Keenan Allen's going to put points on your board. Um, Debo Samuel, I'm really excited about. A lot of people think is going to outperform Debo this year. I don't see that. I think they both produce uh, solid, but I think Debo outproduces Ayuk. Um, I just think he's more versatile of a player. Um, and this team, uh, you know, they're kind of a defensive type team. They don't have to run too many crazy offensive plays. Debo's going to get them a first down when they need it. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb, that combo right there scares me to <laughs> That's death. Ridiculous. Um, you know, obviously Dalvin Cook doesn't have a team yet, which is how this was able to happen. I think once he gets a team, it's gonna be almost impossible to put those three on the same team. But you did it today, sir. And I think that triple uh threat right there takes you to the playoffs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like it. Playoff team for sure. Um, let's move to the next team, buddy. I'm gonna let you take it away. All right, we got Bandy at fourth and flex in the house. His team starting off with Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, and James Cook for his running backs. Got Deontay Foreman down there too. Uh, wide receivers, we got Devonta Adams, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and George Pickens and Romeo Dobbs. Um, obviously, I love the Saquon pick. I love Saquon. Joe Mixon, I wanted that pick. Um, super solid at your one and two. Um, you can flex Swift and and Cook even, I think, this year will be a good flex. Um, the only thing that scares me is having Ridley and Kirk on the same team. Um, but like I said, you know, Hill and um, 
Waddle can uh, both be top 10 wide receivers. Why can't Ridley and Kirk? I think Lawrence is the quarterback to get them those numbers. And also you have Devontae Adams just there to um, get you one and a half of a receiver, basically. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I really like this team. Dalton Schultz in the 10th round thinks great value. Kirk Cousins as your quarterback in the nine, great value. And even grab some Derek Carr just in case. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I couldn't believe he was still down there. Um, I I love this team. I wish I could make this my team for a league. I think this team would do big things for me, man. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say this with having both of those guys on my team. I do think that they will both produce. However, I kind of panicked and grabbed Calvin Ridley. So <laughs> just, just yeah, that was a one second. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> um. But either way, I, th- I think it's solid. Um, and it's funny, you know, last year, all, all my mock drafts, I was grabbing Cousins and Carr, and now you're grabbing Cousins and Carr. <laughs> I like it. For sure, for sure. Um, but let's keep this thing going, buddy. Let's get to the next team here. Uh, let's see, Team 9. I guess they left, so it's not there anymore, but that's all right. Um, <clears throat> started off wide receiver heavy, but it's wide receivers that we know are going to get targets. That's Amon Ra and Tyreek Hill. I love that grab. And then able to grab Najee Harris and then Jameer Gibbs as the running backs in the third and fourth round. Um, I love that. I love you got some Elijah Mitchell down there. What are you thinking? Yeah, you know, Tyree Kill, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, obviously, I love that start. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are just solid wide receivers, man. I love to see it. Um, Najee Harris and Jameer Gibbs, I think going getting your running back in the third and fourth round, I think those were great grabs. Um, Cam Akers obviously was a risk here, but it's your third running back on your team. You don't even have to start him if you don't want to, and Cam Akers mm-hmm. has the potential to produce. Um, sure. He's got all the um, the – uh, targets, I mean, all the touches right now. You know what I mean? I don't, who's who's going to out-touch him? I, I haven't seen anybody. So um, Trevor Lawrence out there, uh, great grab in the sixth round. Um, got Lockett and Addison, you know, just to kind of secure some flex spots there. Lockett's going to perform. I don't care what anybody says. He uh, week does. in and week out, Lockett will perform as a flex. I don't think he's, a you know, always going to be a wide receiver one, but I think he's always going to be flex-worthy. Um and then you got you some Pat Fryermuth, uh, touchdown Pat with some uh, Chigo, you know, kind of decide which one takes off. But, you know, he probably starts Pat, and if Pat doesn't produce Chigo, maybe switch it up a little bit here and mm-hmm. there. Um, and got him some Elijah Mitchell as um, Christian McCaffrey insurance um, for when Christian McCaffrey um, has the potential to go down. Elijah Mitchell is going to get work regardless, but if Christian McCaffrey goes down, we know Elijah Mitchell can take that RB1 role. Absolutely, absolutely, buddy. I'm not a big uh, fan of old Cam Akers. I know we saw him in a couple games last year where he kind of felt like he got a resurgence. I mean, we thought he was going to leave, but then he came back. He got that resurgence. Um, Again, I'm not big on Cam Akers, but um, I mean, when you grab those two heavy wide receivers and then get you two decent running backs after that, I think that's kind of the guy you have to grab. Um, but I think this team definitely makes the playoffs, maybe even uh, to the championship game. What do you think? Definitely, definitely. Scary, scary, scary. But let's keep it going. Let's go to the next team. We got three teams left. Team 10. Go ahead and take this one away, buddy. Yeah, this team, I mean, just immediately looking at it, I'm like, okay, uh, playoff team. Uh, Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes, um, great start there. Uh, these guys both we know can finish number one at their position, um, followed by Brees Hall. Um, a running back that's super solid. George Kittle, Godwin, Mike Williams, Kadarius Toney. Um, doesn't get another running back to the eighth round, and A.J. Dillon, who I don't hate at all, but it does kind of scare me a little bit as an RB2. Um, and then you got Algier and Singletary. Um, so this is kind of more of the uh, zero RB look um, that I would like. Um, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a solid team. It just kind of feels... Um, <laughs> just a little weak in, in the depth, you know, for me. Yeah, no, I see what you mean there. Um, I do like Singletary in the 12th round. I think if anything, God forbid, happens to old Damian Pierce, I think Singletary comes in and, and is the guy, and that could be great value getting him so late. Um, But, uh, but yeah, um, I, I know what you're saying. I, I like, though, I, I like this team. Uh, the, other than um, the wide receiver depth and the uh, – the running back depth. I, I mean, I guess you're right. <laughs> now that I look at it, I just see that Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup. Exactly. Th- this team gives me a lot of like team <laughs> one who had Justin Jefferson, Tony Pollard, Jalen Hurts. It's like, okay, solid start. 
Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes, Brees Hall. Okay, great start. But then it just kind of it, it kind of dies off a little bit, and you're like, what are we doing? It does. It does. You're right. Even Kittle in there is, is yeah. probably a good grab for your tight yeah. end there. But you're right. I mean, I like Godwin. I like Williams. But they're kind of your boom or bust guys. So you, one week they might be great, and other weeks they might not do much for you. So This team easily could make the playoffs, and it easily could miss the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, Travis Sumter says, need in on the next one, fellas. For sure, Travis. Absolutely. Go to Sleeper. Um, my name is Bandy B. Flexen. Uh, you'll see our logo, man. Just add me as a friend on Sleeper. I'll make sure you get in there um, for the next one. But uh, let's let's go. We got Doinik. Doinik's team here. Doinik. Doinik. Uh, Stefan Diggs. Jonathan Taylor. DK Metcalf. Travis Etienne. Oh man, this team had started great, man. Um, Jonathan, T- look at the wide receivers. You like those wide receivers? Because I do. Yeah, Diggs, Metcalf, Drake London, Christian Watson, Jason Smith, and Jigba. Um, I think this is a great wide receiver room. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the wide receivers that I look at often, but I do think that they're all great. Um, and they're all going to produce for your team. And his running backs are very solid. This is an all-around solid team on top of his quarterback being uh, the top 10 quarterback, Geno Smith. <laughs> Another one from Trey's list, uh, Geno Smith. He says it's going to be a top 10 quarterback. Check out the video on our channel. Our QB rankings are up there. See where, where he's got Geno and Jared Goff, who is also on his list. See where they're falling on his list, but. Uh, good, but I like it. I like uh, Taylor. I like ETN. I think people are scared of ETN, but I think ETN comes in and does his thing. Either way, um, Antonio Gibson in the uh, what eighth round, I think his value, um, I think he's going to come and do what he does. You know, he didn't get a ton of yards last year. And uh, if he doesn't, I like Damian Harris, too, in Buffalo. He's going to be the guy. I mean, there's Jared Cook there, but I think they're going to use him to throw the ball in the flat with. So I like it. Definitely, definitely. This team, I think, is a playoff team for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One more left, buddy. Daniel Vardy. I'm going to let you take this last one. Do it. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, I, I liked how this team started out. Let's see how they finished. Um, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk, James Conner, Deshaun Watson, Darren Waller, Cortland Sutton, Herbert, Tank Bigsby. Um, I really like this team. You know, their wide receivers are super strong. Their running backs are strong. Um, you know, James Conner, a lot of people are not liking James Conner this year, but I think that Arizona doesn't have many options. I think James Conner is going to get, um, you know, uh, the carries, and that's where he's going to get his points. He's going to get a lot of carries, um, and he's going to have to, you know, you give the guy 100 times, the ball 100 times, he's going to have to put up some points. Um, and this team doesn't have much else, you know, uh, if, if uh, their quarterback is not ready to go. So um, I don't hate James Conner as my running back too, especially in the 12 spot. Like I said, it's one of those positions where you got to kind of just go with what you got. Um, Khalil Herbert down there in the 10th round, I think is great value. And Tank Bigsby is going to be some uh, touchdown value there for you. Um, the receivers are solid. Darren Waller at the tight end. I love that pick in the eighth round. Um, and Deshaun Watson at quarterback, you know, uh, I think that it's a, um, he's going to do better than he did last year. Um, I'll <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people got him going off the board uh, even earlier than the seventh round. So, um, yeah, I mean, they better hope so. They better hope so. Um, he better hope so. I mean, they gave him all that money. You better oh, yeah. earn it. It's time to earn that bad boy. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I love Aaron Jones. I love Connor. I love Khalil Herbert. Um, I think, like you said, with Arizona, what else are they going to do? You know, how many times can you throw the ball to Rondell Moore? <laughs> right. James Conner, it's a volume play. It's all it is. You know, he doesn't have to be a good running back to be good for fantasy. Yep. They just got to work. If that offensive line is is, is getting holes, James Conner is going to run it. We've seen him do it two years ago. I mean, he, he's, he could be the guy. Yeah. James Conner loves to fill holes. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's very true. He really does. Um, but yeah, playoff team, buddy. I like it. I can dig it. I can dig it. What a fun draft. Yeah, it was a good draft. That was a lot of fun, man. We don't do a lot of full PPRs, so it's kind of nice to get out and uh, try new things. Um, but speaking of try new things, why haven't you subscribed to this podcast? Yes, this is a new thing. We 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 want you here with us. Join our family. And by our family, I'm also talking about our Patreon. Um, go to patreon.com slash fourth and flex. Um, you, you we will rate your team. 
Um, we'll get in there. We'll help you through the season, man. This is what we do. This is what we love to do. And uh, come over here. Be a flexaholic with us. Do it. Do it. And I said it earlier, but I'm going to say it again, Trey. We got merch. Uh, we got cups. We got hats. We got shirts. Oh, I mean, shirts. <laughs> hoodies, anything. I can put a logo on. I'm going to put it on there. I'm always making new stuff every day, so go over there, check it out, and support your guys over here, man, because uh, we want to help you out. Why don't you help us out? <laughs> For sure. Um, yes, but that, that's anything. You got any final thoughts, man? The season is creeping up, Trey. Give us one. I mean, my final thoughts are, if you haven't subscribed to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast, what are you doing? And if you don't <laughs> hit that notification bell, it's no point. I mean, you're not going to be there when you need it. We're not going to be there when you need us. So hit a subscribe, hit a notification bell, and come watch our show because we're here to help you, and we're here to help you win your league. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And please leave us a comment down below, man. Ask us ask us a question, man, and, and get in there, man. I love it. But uh, thank you guys so much for watching, and we shall see you on the next one. You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.